Welcome everyone to episode 7 of State Champs Ohio Extra Point, really starting to get into the nitty-gritty of this high school football season. We'll be with you all throughout the state playoffs as well, so if you have a story you want us to talk about here on the podcast, maybe you have a head coach that would like to be interviewed, we want to hear from you. Tweet at us, at StateChampsOH. Again, that's at StateChampsOH. You can send me a message or tweet at me, at JeremyOttoPXP. That's J-E-R-E. M-Y-O-T-T-O-P-X-P as in play-by-play. Our guest today is Nate Hillerich from Pickerington North. But before we get to him, I want to tell you about our presenting sponsor of the podcast, Lawrence Technological University. Lawrence Tech wants you to recruit yourself. Just go to lstuathletics.com and click on the Recruit Yourself link. Academic and athletic scholarships are available in over two dozen varsity sports, including football. Well, now Coach Nate Hillerich is on the line with us. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great. Glad glad to be here. I guess, you know, overall, a great year again for you here in year five with this program. Before I guess we get into the particulars of what this year has been, six and one overall, two and one at home, four and one on the road overall. But, you know, year five, so you've had some time to kind of develop the culture you want. I know program numbers overall at the sub-varsity levels have grown, which is something that was an emphasis for you when you got hired in 2017. But First things first, overall, what has been the culture that you've tried to establish, I guess, here? Yeah, and it, coming into Pickerington North, this is a place, a community that, that people love football. Um, our, our crosstown rivals, one of the you know best teams in not only Ohio, but maybe um, you know the country uh, regularly. So just really the consistency because you know, they've had, had quite a bit of success here and they, they've had really good players. So really just kind of the consistency from year to year. And I guess, is that a little bit harder to do? It's, it's one thing if you take over at a place that, you know, doesn't have a lot of winning culture or needs a full shift of, you know, what they do as a program. But is that different, I guess, than, you know, taking over a situation like that? Yeah, definitely. You know, my first job I was at was a place that, that went 0-10 when I took over. Mm-hmm. And those are easy because you can, you know, everything they did before was, was wrong. Where taking <laughs> over at, at North, I replaced a guy who went, um, Tom Phillips, he went to the University of Cincinnati. Um, so he, he went to a great job, you know, wanted to get into college and, and left Pickerington North in a good place. You know, they won eight games the, the year prior and, and went to the playoffs. So so you don't want to just kind of flip and change everything. You got to make sure you, you keep some of the traditions um, and, and you try to make it a, as smooth of a transition as possible. But the one emphasis we had was the lower levels just for the consistency because there was kind of some ups and downs. So making sure we kept – um, you know, our young players around getting down to the youth levels to make Pickerington North a, a place that people wanted to stay uh, and play forever. And that's not something, obviously, you see the results of immediately in terms of the varsity level, but I'm sure now by year five, you're starting to maybe see some of that development, you know, as a full program. The, the systems that you guys run, what you're trying to preach is probably coming full circle, right? Yeah, I mean, when when I interviewed for the for the job, an emphasis was uh, you know beating the crosstown rival. I mean, that's it's we're in Pickerington. There's two schools. It's kind of like Ohio State, Michigan. Uh, that game matters a lot. And you know, the first year we went ten and three, um, went to the regional finals in Division One in Ohio, but we lost to our our rival twice. So you know, it's nice to see year five um, we kind of uh, beat them for the first time here in the, in the regular season. So it was a huge win and just shows that our program is growing and, and everything's trending in the right direction. Yeah, I read an article, you know, preseason-wise. You, you said 
look, we're young and experienced, but it doesn't mean that we have bad players, and that's showing right now, right? Some of these guys really stepping up throughout the year. Yeah, and that's the truth. I mean, you know, a lot of coaches will say we're young or we're inexperienced and, and try to – it's an out for them to, to maybe – that's why they're not going to win games. And, and it, at Pick North here, our expectation is to win every week. Um, doesn't matter if you're a sophomore, junior, uh, what grade you're in, uh, we got to find a way. So um, we did have some guys that, that weren't experienced. You know, they were playing freshman football or JV next year, and they had to step up. Um, and, and we were right into the fire, and, and, and they've got better every week, and they – hopefully continue to get better well certainly a guy that's leading you a young sophomore quarterback landon o'connell 64 200 already carries a, a bowling green scholarship offer what does he do well and you know is it surprising that he's this good so early yeah i think taking care of the football you know and we threw him right to the fire we scrimmaged st edge with which is one of the you know top programs in ohio um, that was his first varsity experience going from freshman football to, to st ed's is quite the leap so um He's been really good with the football, not turning it over, um, not trying to do too much. And, and we've we've coached him up really well to make sure he understands, you know, this year your job isn't to go out and try to win every game. We had a great running back, great O-line, um, great defense. So basically managing the game and, and not making him do too much. Well, with that said, you, you also think he has a, a pretty good arm. And I read another thing preseason as well. You, you said more of an old school QB, great arm, but still has to put it all together. I guess for you, what does that mean? And has he done that throughout the year? Yeah, he has, you know, and it, it's making the right decisions, being able to to come up to the line and, and take what the defense has given him. Um, some of the old school is, is he's not a traditional runner. You know, it's not, you know, in high school, you see a lot of teams and, and we've done it in the past that have a lot of quarterback runs called um you know he might pull it and read it and, and run now and then but really um we want the ball in our running back's hands or we want him delivering the ball uh with with throws and and just making the right decisions dewan green a guy who's really burst on the scene for you in the last three games 539 yards just in the last three 845 for the year and, and 12 touchdowns i guess what's allowed him to to make that burst of on the scene here yeah, you know he's just—he's he, a great player. Our, our offensive line we've ha, has done a great job this year. We're we're doing a little more tight end hip, um, so getting a couple more bigger bodies in there to to try to um, help us eliminate those eight and nine man boxes to get us some extra bodies in there. But but he's done a great job running the ball. You know he's been a great player. His freshman year he got some carries, um, had a great sophomore year, and is really the guy this year. And, and we lean on him. You know, he averages, I think, around 25 carries a game. Um, hopefully he can get over 1,000 yards this week. Uh, he, he's kind of – our offense runs runs through him. I guess what's this next step now that, you know, he's kind of taken those reins and, you know, being the good to the great player maybe? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, and it's, it's finishing runs for him, you know, making sure uh, he holds on to the football. A couple of our uh, early games, he, he's put it on the ground a couple times, but – just, just making sure he, he continually works hard, gets better every day, because he's going to be the guy we lean on in, in these tough games. Well, the defense, you talked about your low turnovers on offense, just seven for you. Opponents, though, 16. So, you know, defense doing a, a nice job forcing turnovers. What, what have they done? Is that an emphasis, I guess, for you guys on the defensive side to, to force it? Yeah, I think uh, always. You know, defensively, we run to the football. Um the, the second guy there, they're trying to strip the ball. I think when you have pressure up front, you find a way to, to get some interceptions. Um, but really just the, the effort our defense gives, um, 
you know, we work turnovers, but I think that's just something that comes from playing really hard um, the entire football game. And there's a lot of guys certainly to talk about on the individual side on the defense. I want to start with Eli Kopis. You kind of call him your MVP, returns punt, plays running back, plays wide out, and you're your Wildcat QB when you want to do that at times. Just your prototypical high school football player, right? Yeah, he's he's the guy that, honestly, I, th- I think he's been the best football player on the field um, every week we've played. And he's a Miami of Ohio commit. He's, you know, I think he could play at the Big Ten level. I think he could play anywhere because he's just a football player, like you said. Um, and, and really, he's dynamic in every aspect. We, we find a way to, to get him touches on offense because um, he plays full-time linebacker for us. Like I said, he returns punts. Um, so we got to make sure, especially early in the year, we limited his um, time out on the field on offense. But as it gets cooler, I, th- I see him playing a lot more on offense. But he- he's been dynamic. If it's catching passes, if it's uh, like from the Wildcat, he just finds a way to make plays. And, and he's just a tough kid. He's going to do whatever it takes to-, to find a way to win. Malik Ray, another guy that has really led you on the defensive side, 35 and a half tackles, six and a half, six and a half TFLs as well, has some good bloodlines, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. His uh, dad dad was a All-American at Michigan um, on the 97 National Championship team. And and you can tell that from, you know, we have quite a few players whose, whose parents played at a high level of football. But um, with Malik, his, his ball instincts, and, and we talk about turnovers, he's got um, I think four or five forced fumbles um, in the in the our rivalry game. He stripped the stripped the ball and, and took it in and, and scored and just made a huge play for us. So just his knowledge of the of the game um, really separates him from from a lot of guys maybe with his same ability. Then a guy in the secondary, Caden Christopher, he's headed to play lacrosse at Ohio State. Uh, not too shabby there, but what does he do well on the football side? I guess. Yeah, he's just, he's a tough kid, and he's the leader of our team. He he was voted captain as a junior, um, which is a really difficult task, I think, for any team. But you know, he's another one. He's kind of like uh, Eli Coppice, where he can play a lot of different positions. He plays free safety, but we also um, you know have him return kickoffs. He he we put him in at some slot on offense. He's made some big catches for us. But he's kind of our safety blanket back there. He's a cross player, so he's he, you know he's shifty and he can move. He's got good ball skills. He's having a great junior year for us. David Allaby, a guy on the defensive front, starting to get some looks as well. Just received a offer from Marshall. You think more of those are coming soon? Yeah, David's. Uh, you know, he's going to be a high, high talent, um, great college football player. He's a junior. Uh, he, he's playing defensive end for us. He's he's played D tackle. He can play linebacker. He he really can do a lot of different things. He's an explosive kid who um, will have a chance to win the state and the the discus as he gets into track next year and his, his senior year, but just an awesome kid, just relentless, plays with uh, great effort, great motor, um, really kind of holds down our, our defensive end position because we, we've had some good ones with Jack Sawyer going to uh, Ohio State and Elijah Hawk, who's, who's rotating in for Western Michigan this year. So um, playing defensive end at, at Pickerington North can, can be a tough place to uh, play with the talent we've had. You guys six and one overall, two and one at home. You have another home game this week versus Grove City. What are you looking at to, to limit in terms of them? Yeah, it, it's a, a traditional good football program. You know they've had some some rough stretches the last few years. Um, they just come off a huge win for them. They beat Westerville Central. Um, you know they're they're a tough, disciplined football team. Their kids play hard. 
Um, it, it's always going to be a battle. I, I look back to the 2012 um, Pickerington North team that that went to the regional finals. They went nine and one, and their one loss was to Grove City. So this is a team that you know they're going to give us their best game. So we got to make sure you know we're we're ready to roll and and prepared for them. And overall, a four-game winning streak for you guys is one loss in the season, like we mentioned. I guess what's contributed to that really good stretch here, besides the turnover? I think it's finding a way, yeah, <laughs> finding a way to win because we we've been down in the in the second half or second quarter in in every game we played since uh, since our our lost week three. So you know we were down ten nothing to Pick Central. We were down in the uh, fourth quarter to Olentangy Orange. The the third quarter to Westerville Central. I think our kids just that. Uh, championship culture our, our kids believe in where you know they always believe they're going to win um, they, they play with great effort they never get down on themselves they, they care for each other they're just a brotherhood um, and, and that's what we got to do because that's how football is I mean you look every every week right you see Minnesota gets upset by Bowling Green and there's always upset so you got to make sure that your your kids are, are playing as hard as they can till the till the final seconds of the game. And kind of as you look towards the playoffs as well, New Albany, a win in the regular season for you guys last year, lost to them in the playoffs a little bit, maybe a chip on the shoulder there as you enter this year? Oh, yeah, huge. Um, you know, that was a, a tough game for us last year, losing that. It, it kind of helped us spring us into the offseason, you know, to for our kids to, to work hard. And they're having a great year this year. Um, I think they're 7-0 and or 8-0, however many games that uh, they played, and, and, and we'll play them the following week. So, um, they're having a great year, and our, our kids will be ready for that one, I'm sure. Well, Coach, thanks so much for stopping by, and uh, we look forward to catching up with you as the year goes on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Well, one more thank you to our presenting sponsor, Lawrence Technological University. You can recruit yourself today at ltuathletics.com. Again, that's ltuathletics.com. want to encourage you to follow our Twitter handle and our Facebook and all the social media platforms at State Champs OH. You can search State Champs Ohio to find us there. You can find us on Spreaker as well. There's a ton of content throughout multiple states here in the Midwest that State Champs puts out, so you can check it all out there. And we want to encourage you to listen to Episode 8 next week. Until then, have a great week.